What is up, you fellas sick fucks? Welcome back to another episode of the Outlast Podcast. Today we're talking about another boring fucking character nobody cares about. Lynn Langerman. Also called the mother, even though she's not a mother, but okay. Her career is an investigative journalist. She's the wife of Blake, obviously. Deceased. She is dead because of morale death. I don't fucking know. Died in 2013, which makes no fucking sense because... That's how the other Outlast characters died, so I guess everybody died in the same fucking year. That makes no sense at all. She's a female, brunette, brown eyes. She was in Genesis, Levitation, and Revelations, blah. Voiced by Erica. I ain't even gonna try to say that last name. So, Lynn attended St. Cybro's Preparatory. I don't know how to fucking say that word. Don't really care. Fucking stupid Catholic school in her youth. She had close friends, which were Jessica Gray and Blake Langerman. Jessica helped hook Blake and Lynn up shortly after being killed by Loudermilch, which was a fucking pedophile, but nobody wanted to know. I mean, he looks like it, which haunts Blake to his adulthood. Jessica Locker entails this conversation between her and Lynn. Jessica, hey, Lynn, I'm bored. Mr. Kambara is still talking about the 30-year war, blah, blah, blah. Hansbergs, blah, blah. Anyways, I'm not riding home with you today because I got journal, but I'll call you when I get home, okay? Lynn. Sup, Jazz? Conover's the worst. His nasal spray totally makes me want to puke. Journal, huh? Are you doing journal because you want to expose the dark truth behind the St. Ambrose field hockey team? Your dad is forcing you? You have big slap crush on Blake. Jessica, shut up, bitch. Also, we should replace Conover's nasal spray with hot sauce. Also, really, shut up. God, these dumb bitches. Lynn went on to marry Blake and became an investigating journalist, venturing with her cameraman husband to investigate the murder of Jane Doe. Wow, really, so great. Who was found eight months pregnant on the side of the road. Their trail leads to them to an Arizona desert near the remote town of Temple Gate. Fuck Temple Gate. Since the area is not accessible by road, the two take a chopper which ends up crashing in a narrow ravine from unspecified complications. It's because of the fucking, like, tower the tower hit their fucking helicopter and it ended up like malfunctioning and making them fall to their death. But they didn't die, obviously. So, Temple Gate Cultus residents, the testament of the new Ezekiel, pull Lynn and the pilot from the wreckage, impaling the pilot on a tree and flay him alive before dragging Lynn deep into the town. She is taken to one of its chapels, the home of their high priest and prophet, Sullivan Noth, who examines her and decides that she's in labor and her womb is home to the Antichrist, despite not even being pregnant. It is unknown what exactly the examination entailed, but Lynn's extremely defensiveness over it when questioned by her husband indicates it was sexual assault base. Now the cult wanted her dead because she can deliver. Lynn escapes the chapel and meets up with Blake. They run into a nearby forest but are halted when Lynn's stomach is struck with a violent pain that cripples her as if she already going into labor. It's literally, clearly insane, the cult believes. A splinter cell of the cult that 
insists instead once the Antichrist birth called the heretics jump the couple after they are attacked by Knopf's followers. The leader, Val, chokes Lynn out before licking her unconscious body and having her dragged into the mines. Good job, Val, you fucking sick fuck. After hours of preparation among a sick underground ritual, a fully formed baby somehow spawns into Lynn's stomach and she's minutes from giving birth. Blake breaks her out of the mines using the testaments in the heretic civil war as a distraction and guides her through a thunderstorm. They nearly avoid being seen by the testament enforcer, Marta, which she's really about that life, due to the chapel's cross rippled from its roof by a bot of lightning, a bolt of lightning impaling her. Lynn and Blake stumble into the chapel and Lynn gives birth atop a torture rack, immediately dying of blood loss. Her last words to her husbands are, There's nothing there. Several hours later, as the massacre at the temple gate, Pauline Glick and several Murkoff Corporation agents investigate the aftermath. Among the bodies discovered are North and Lynn, who the agent correctly assumes that she is not one of the villagers. The agents are curious of the nature of her death and can only assume that she died of multiple traumas. Pauline then identifies her with a photograph of her upon being asked by the agents about how she identified her. Pauline explains that Lynn had visited the hospital to investigate Annalie's murder a week prior to the incident at Temple Gate and angrily states that it was Paul Marion's responsibility to prevent Lynn and Blake from discovering Temple Gate. Congratulations! Good job, Paul, you fucking dumb shit. Their blood's on your hands. Lynn appears as a slim woman with brown eyes and brown hair who wore a ponytail. She wears a dark olive green safari shirt with the sleeves rolled up, unbuttoned to reveal a light green tank top underneath, as well as gray jeans, a black belt, and matching boots. Yeah, she dresses like a fucking weirdo. Due to some inconsistencies at the time of Outlast 2's demo showcase, different developers have independently stated that Lynn, either Blake's girlfriend or wife, this was later classified by Twitter posts from one of the developers. So, Lynn wasn't actually pregnant. Here's what happened, okay? So, they have these radio towers at Temple Gate and... I guess why they were flying to investigate the fucking towers hit them with, you know, satellite, whatever the fuck it was, and pretty much made them crash. It malfunctioned their plane, you know, the homies went and fucking grabbed them, the coldest, you know, grabbing Lynn, dragging her through the woods, like I just said, they impaled the pilot into the tree, killing him, leaving Blake out there unconscious, probably thinking that he's dead, um, yeah, so, the whole time... When those towers go off, people start hallucinating more and more. The more you're exposed to the light from the tower, the more like delusional you get. So Blake, being out the main character throughout the game, he is experiencing it a lot. See, Lynn was in the mines, so she only experienced the light like maybe once or twice. So she wasn't like losing her shit like Blake was, because like I said in the last one. When Blake is holding the baby, you can look down and see his shadow, but you can't see the baby's shadow. So, that's why Lynn said there was nothing there, because she was never pregnant. I don't know if she was sexually assaulted, why she was there, but that wouldn't have been 
not enough time for her to be pregnant within a couple minutes and then be delivering like within an hour or so. So obviously she wasn't pregnant, but she could have been sexually assaulted and then eventually been pregnant, but who knows? We really don't know. Lynn's character really isn't like something special or anything like that. So, you know, this is kind of like the first time we see an Outlast where another main character is involved. You know, he's looking for Lynn, right? And Outlast 1, you know, Miles is just investigating the place and May- uh, Waylon is just trying to expose the place. So neither one of them were looking for somebody else. They were just going on different paths. Miles was just going in to see what the place was like. Waylon was pretty much trying to expose the place and then turn around and escape once he became a patient. So neither one of them had another main character they were focused on. You know what I'm saying? The closest thing to Miles being focused on is Billy Hope trying to get rid of the wall rider. Other than that, really didn't really have a second protagonist or anything like that. So, yeah. Do I really give a fuck about Lynn? No, I don't really care about her upbringing. I really don't care about her life. I really don't care a damn thing. Like I said, I'm not really a big fan of Outlast 2, but I will cover it because, you know, that's what this podcast is about is Outlast. I just hope that the Outlast 3 is going to be so much better. I don't like it being in the woods and some cult. It just seems too far-fetched and dumb. It just seems really fucking dumb. I wonder, is there actually a cult in that part of Arizona? Because that part of Arizona has to be real, right? Like, it's got to be real. I'm not tripping or anything like that, right? So, I don't know. I just think that, uh, let me see. I don't even think it says, like, what part they actually went to. I'm not sure, but it was supposed to be Paul's responsibility to keep Blake and fucking whatever her name is, Lynn, away from Templegate and not finding it. That sucks, man. That sucks. That really does suck. <laughs> but, yeah, I think the uh, lights had to do something with it. I wonder what they were trying to do. Like, you're going to go in the middle of nowhere and think that you're going to figure something out? Wow. The signals calls to the civilians of Temple Gate to hallucinate and become brainwashed. The signals from the tower, actually. Fans suggest that since Lynn was underground in the cave sometime, the microwave signals decrease her exposure levels. Yeah, so she wasn't seeing. Upon surfacing from the caves, Lynn gives birth before dying. Once the baby is born, her last words were, there's nothing there because obviously she was never fucking pregnant at all in the first place. The phrase suggests that the baby is an illusion. Blake and the others only see the baby because of the microwave exposure that they got from the tower. So, yeah. So, and I think that's what the truth is. They're all just tripping ball sacks, honestly, but I really don't care. Uh, rest in peace, Jessica. Fuck Lynn. She's dead. Don't care. Um, I think they ended up carrying Blake out there alive. So I wonder if Blake's going to be the main character for Outlast 3 because they said he they took him to a lab, and that's how the trailer of Outlast 3 starts is at a lab. So I wonder if they, like, picked up Blake and then took him to the lab, and then he's trying to escape out of that facility. So I don't know. I love you guys. Fuck off, nerds, and I will see you in the next one. Stay crazy, nutcases.